Good morning, happy humans. I'm stoked that you're joining me this morning for today's In Conversation episode with creative entrepreneur, Zach White. This episode is all things travel, dream chasing, and action taking. I'm excited to dive deep into Zach's unique lifestyle and to find out what creative plans he, is current, he currently has brewing. You may have previously known Zach as one of one of the OG Neverland Boys, a group of creatives who were traveling and documenting eternal youth. That sounds amazing to me. Welcome to the podcast, Zach. Yeah, hey, Georgia. Thanks for having me. So Zach and I actually met at Sonder Coffee. Um, that's probably where we meet a lot of people these days. Yeah, you should just park ourselves up on our laptops and uh, you know, if, if a lot of people come through and sort of ask what we're doing and then you know you get chatting and then figure out you've got a few things in common and here we are. Here we are. We're, yeah, pretty much part of the furniture down there. So a little shout out <laughs> to um, Sonder Coffee. Um, so Zach, I did see on the socials that you were a new barista. Um, did you pass <laughs> the test or do um, you have further training? I had some good trainers there so that made it a lot easy, easier than it looks. Um, and it took me probably four months until I actually wanted to get out there and try it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, I just like going in there and having the girls make me a nice coffee, but Brody needed some help one one shift and I was like, surely, surely by now I have to try <laughs> making coffee. So I made one and, and it was it had milk in it, so I, I don't usually have dairy anymore, but I gave it to someone else and he tried it and said it, was, it wasn't too bad. I don't know if he's trying to protect my feelings or <laughs> Um, yeah. So you don't have dairy? What um, are you like? Plant based? Are you I'm, vegan? I'm a flexitarian. Oh, haven't <laughs> heard that one. Yeah, so it's okay. pretty much. I don't know. I feel I'm trying to go on the pathway as plant based. Um, listening to a lot of podcasts and reading up um, about all the benefits of it, and it just seems like it's a no brainer, literally. Yeah. Um, have you heard of Plant Proof? The yeah, podcast? that's what I'm um, on at the moment. I think it's great, even like Plant Proof, he's very, he's not much of a pushy sort of person. He's very just like, you know, educate you on what you should know and then it's up Definitely. to you to make a decision. So I'm at that point now, I'm just like slowly, slowly getting into it. So like some days, most days, I try to have a vegan sort of diet and then, yeah. you know, once every couple or twice a week, maybe I might have some chicken or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, I think I'm at a really similar stage mm. to you and I've recently moved in um, with, a, a girl and she's vegan so it's making that sort of transition really easy yeah because I'm picking up lots of different recipes and mm-hmm. ways to incorporate lots of protein into my diet um but not having to use meat so yeah that's it yeah, it's super it's, interesting it is it's super interesting I'm love, loving getting educated on that side of things and I think that's super important I think um a lot of people you know have some sort of weird stigma about the word vegan but I just think if everyone was educated and if they didn't want to go down that route, that's fine. But just being educated enough that if something does go wrong with their body, then they know, like, you know, go the vegan route or plant-based route, plant-based. whatever it is. So Yeah, no, that's it's, really um, cool. Yeah, it's good to know. I'm just trying a few things and, and seeing, seeing what works best for me at the moment and best of the mind, but it's all good fun. So, Zach, when I was writing this template, I was in awe at the number of projects and pathways that you have taken. So in this current moment, what projects are you working on? It's obviously my life is all over the place. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm sort of working on a little business at the moment um, with my mate Seamus and Colin as well, and just kind of mixing what we all know together. So that's more of a structured based business set here in, in Perth. It's called We Exist. So it's about sort of branding, design, 
mixed in with social media, photography, videography, you know, the one-stop sort of shop for someone that's starting out a brand or, or anything like that. So that's one side I'm sort of working on. I like that. And is that on Instagram? Is that how we can find yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah. on Instagram at the moment. We're yet to launch the website and the Instagram. Like originally it was just like a portfolio base for me to put out my work. Um, but, you know, being in Perth for a little bit longer now and not travelling as much, I wanted to have something sort of set in stone uh, for the future. So we're starting that, which seems like it's going to have some potential. I'm super excited. And then and then there's just a lot of a lot of other little personal projects I'm sort of working on, still travelling, still like doing photography that way and videography. Do- dove into doing prints as well, which is super fun. Yeah, um, that's cool. You actually have um, some prints at Sonder yeah, Copy, which is yeah. really cool. Um, yeah, and it's like it's. I think there's something about taking a photo and instead of posting on social media, just like printing it and having it in front of you. It's been super sick. I'll, I'll keep that going for a little bit. It's not like my main sort of like source of income or anything. It's just a bit of a passion. Passion on the side. Yeah, that's awesome. You're definitely someone who's mm. using social media in a positive way to educate, inspire, and motivate young creatives to get outside of their comfort zone. So to find out a little bit more about you, who inspires you, Zach? That can be it's sometimes a hard question, but a good question as well. Um, I have a lot of like people through podcasts that inspires me to like get up every day and chase my dreams or chase what I really want to do and keep me motivated. Um, and then also just the people I surround myself with are probably the most inspiring people, especially in this building here. Um, got like pe- likes of Jules and Robbie and stuff at Happiness Co. Um, that are preaching a really good message. And then even the girls at Sondar, the super vibrant, super happy. And they just inspire me to, you know, get up and just not be lazy and just like be, yeah, like I said, motivated. Um, and also my parents as well and even Brody's parents and stuff like that. So I try, I guess, the people I surround myself with are probably most inspiring for me. Big driver for you. Yeah, and a big yeah. driver for me. So That's really sense. cool. <clears throat> so from presets to prints to company collaborations, you sound like a very busy man. So I'm interested to know what does your average day diary look like from the moment um, you wake up? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, like it's, it is all over the place. My to-do list is never-ending um, and I try to get through most of it as I can. But, you know, one thing will come up. So it's in terms of like prints, presets and say Instagram, that's something I have to keep up coming, like keep going myself and the more effort I put into that, the more I'll get, get out of it. So it's always on the to-do list, but I don't have to do it. But if I don't do it, then nothing comes from it. So there's a lot of work that goes into that. And also just like freelancing as well, like photography and photography, people come up asking for quotes and certain things. So there's like juggling that with my own work and my own brand is, it's yeah, it's pretty tricky, mm-hmm. but that's just part of being freelance sort of photographer. And I guess from a day's point of view, in summer, I've started getting up super early. I really like getting up between you know, five and six and straight to the beach and just starting my day like that. Sets the day up quite nicely, I think. And then from there, I don't have an office, so I'm kind of bouncing around to a lot of cafes. Cafe hopper. <laughs> mainly, mainly, um, mainly Sonda, obviously. Um, I do a bit of work for them, so I get some free coffee, which is quite <laughs> handy. Um, but yeah, and then I'll go to a cafe and try it nut out you know what I need to do for the day um, do a bit of editing emailing and then yeah the rest of the day it's either still on the laptop editing or if I have like something to film or something to shoot I'll be off shooting and then yeah and then just 
trying to figure out a routine at the moment because I'm very all over the place in terms of being here in Perth and travelling and all that sorts of stuff. But that's mainly sort of what the day entails. So it's quite nice. Um, yeah, that sounds yeah super flexible as yeah. well, allowing you to do lots of different things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's very different from the nine-to-five yeah. um, standard Which, sort of workplace. So yeah, Sometimes that is good, the nine-to-five. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about anything else but getting the job done. But, you know, when you have to work for yourself... The more, if you don't put in the work, you don't really get anything out of it. So Yeah, so mm. true. So from high school to now, can you fill in the gap for us? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. A lot has happened since high school <laughs> It's probably a massive now. question for a creative and, like yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like it's been like the best times of my life and I feel like it probably will be for the rest of I hope Maybe I hope not, but <laughs> I left high school sort of not knowing what I wanted to do. I worked out. Um, Mike Barnett Sports Complex in, in Rockingham. Um, started off in the kiosk and then sort of like was a junior manager at the time, so that kept me going financially. And then I also studied marketing advertising at Curtin University. And the uni life is pretty good, like it's <laughs> it's quite chill. Uh, I was only there like two or three days max. So that sort of opened up opportunities for you to explore other things that, while studying? <clears throat> yeah, sort of. Like I've I had my close mates that I would always play sport with, so it was like you know, surfing in the morning, uni, and then, you know, sport after that or work. So, and it was very much a routine-based thing. Definitely stuck in my ways and I was just certain on, you know, just getting through uni and not really exploring anything else, to be honest. Um, yeah. It wasn't only until, I can't remember the year now, it might have been 2014, I'd say 2014, 2015, um, my best mate, Elliot Lyons, I'm sure you might know of, um, he actually broke his shoulder playing cricket over in um, England. Yeah. And we used to play cricket. I've been playing cricket for like my whole life up until then. And we kind of decided to just maybe give the year off because we kind of, we were so passionate about and just always, it was just cricket, cricket, cricket pretty much. You know, backyard cricket, cricket on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. And like, we might might just give it a a break because he couldn't play. I didn't want to play if he wasn't playing. Yeah. And um, you might know Andrew Britton as well. Abby yeah, another Brig- manager boy. Yeah, and yeah. Abby Briggs. They actually worked on Rottnest Island, just that subway there. And they always raised how good the lifestyle was. And obviously we could never go over there or do anything like that because we were playing cricket. <laughs> um, and there we end up going over there for a season. We all got a job. I just worked out subway. And I guess after a few weeks, like the lifestyle there is insane. Like it's, you're busy working flat out, but when you're not, you're just, you know, surfing snorkeling, roaming exploring around, the exploring island. the island. Yeah. And that's when I kind of got into exploring and trying out new things because I never used to do that back in Perth. And me and Elliot were just kind of like, shit, eh? so this is what people are doing in their spare time on a Saturday when it's 40 degrees, not playing cricket. And just like <laughs> having fun and rotting the island. So that day, I, I guess we were just so set on, you know, doing, spending our summers doing fun stuff like that. I love cricket, it's fun of course, but it does take up a lot of time and just in that age bracket, you kind of want to try some new things as well. So when did the Neverland Boys start to form? Was that, that once was, you yeah, started a, exploring? Yeah, we did a season there, went back to uni, uni in the winter and Elliot stayed there and obviously in the winter it's pretty quiet so you have a lot of downtime and you're either working or surfing, yeah. doing a little bit of exploring but it's also cold as well. So. He had, he had, Elliot had a lot of ideas brewing. He had a mate there as well that was living there as well. And I was also on the mainland 
with Jackson, you know, Jackson Fall, another manager boy. He was sort of going to uni and running a filming business at the same time. And he'd come over at Rotto to visit us when we were living in Rotto. So I just got, and then I got a call from Elliot, and I think I was with Jackson. He's like, you all got a call again. He's like, man, I've got the sickest idea. <laughs> this summer, we're going to start like a page and call ourselves the Neverland Boys. I can actually feel the energy. Like, I can yeah, imagine what the we'll call just, was like. And then he's like, this place is like our Neverland. We should just like start a group and just post stuff. And we were like, hell yeah, this is sick. So we just pretty much finished up uni for that year and went over straight away. Which is amazing, and that it was at that time. I guess Instagram was fairly new. It was fairly new. There's yeah. definitely pe- people doing some cool stuff on there, but we're quite oblivious to that. We didn't really know anyone doing anything in sort of Perth area, so we weren't quite in that scene at all, or knew anyone doing something similar. Um, so basically, it's literally just the page to post fun stuff that we're doing on the island. Um, I guess. As well, when we when we moved to uh, Rotto that summer, um, Rotness had never really been documented before, um, and so it got a lot of sort of traction pretty quickly. Um, in the sense of everyone was seeing some really cool photos that they'd never seen before, and that's obviously when I started pick I picked up a camera for the first time. Yeah, what and, was your first camera? Um, well, I was just borrowing a mate's camera at the time, and then I ended up buying a, a Canon seventy um, Mark II. Yeah, like a year later or something like that. I really wanted to just practice first, and because um, obviously I was always sort of passionate about photography, but never knew much at all. So I was going to buy a camera straight up. But yeah, over that year, did companies start um, being attracted to what you guys were creating and wanting to yeah, sort of jump I think on board? Because we were so oblivious to that stuff. Like companies were obviously researching ways to um, get out there on social media so yeah we had a couple companies sort of contact us one was a watch company I remember for the first time and pretty much they're like oh we'll give you four four watches for free all you have to do is just send us like 20 photos and we're like what that is sick <laughs> like oh, how's this even happening that's so cool at a fresh stage with the page I only had a few thousand followers or something and we didn't expect anything of it like we didn't know where this was going but yeah so that happened and also took some photos and then I think our other companies would see that and it would slowly sort of build from there until we realised that like, you know, the people, companies and brands are in sort of high demand for content like this in such unique places. Um, and I guess that's where we sort of thought maybe we should, you know, start charging people for that because um, obviously they're using these photos to advertise um, online and they're making money from it. Um, Was it hard sort of working out at the start what what's... Uh, an appropriate price to, to give them or you sort of just like oh 100% like we weren't it took us a long time like a long time and as because I can imagine like it takes a lot of planning to plan the content then you've got to go out and shoot it mm. and then you've got to edit it so it's not just like oh, it's very time day. consuming and yeah. don't get me wrong it's super fun like couldn't wouldn't have it any other way but we also didn't know how much that should actually cost like how, how, how should yeah. we value our time and for starters, we weren't in it for the money, so we never really were like, if someone contacted us, we're like, yeah, but this is going to cost you this much. It was just sort of like learning as we went, especially meeting other people that were doing similar things. Like, yeah. That's probably where we got most of our advice from um, about how we should charge or if we should charge and all that sort of stuff. And then, so basically, yeah, that we sort of learned as we went over that roto season, didn't really get any sort of paid work at that time, which was learning and having fun creating contact um, content and yeah we sort of met a couple of 
bigger influencers that were doing sort of similar thing and they kind of came over and visited us and that's what, like I said, gave us a big insight into where this could possibly take us and obviously we're super excited. So from Roto, where was the next place that you guys explored? We actually had this, uh, she's from Brisbane, Gabby Epstein, she came over to, to Rottenness and I think at the time she maybe had like sort of one and a half million followers I think. But she was super cool and we just had a, such a cool time with her because we just wanted to hang out with a bunch of dudes just having fun pretty much yeah. and we just documented that. We actually got the opportunity to go with her to Hawaii Oh wow! to film some stuff with her. Um, we had a friend, Alex Hayes, he wanted us, we all wanted to go to Bali so that was kind of the first trip so we went yeah. to, go to Bali, um, got home and then that's when we, Gabby was like, you should come to Hawaii and we're like, this is ridiculous, like what, <laughs> what is happening here? And then we had that opportunity and actually while I was in Bali, so I should have mentioned this earlier, we kind of envisioned where this could take us and I was sitting sort of overlooking this amazing, we're at this amazing villa that we were working with at the time, um, probably still the best place we worked with still. Um, and I was sitting on my laptop about to apply for the next semester of uni and I was just thinking, you know what, stuff is. And I just like deferred yeah. that just because I saw the potential of what we could do and then, yeah, we started travelling from then on, obviously. Um, and I guess like that in. way you went and you had a clear mind, you know, you don't have anything holding you down, <clears throat> yeah. just all in, let's give it a go, let's see where this takes us. Yeah, literally. And I guess that first trip for us, we were really stepping outside our comfort zones and um, obviously learned a lot, a lot about what we wanted to do pretty quickly. Mm. And so you guys did that for a couple of years? We actually went to Hawaii pretty much with not a lot of money at all. Yeah. It's just We just thought, oh yeah, because it was sort of sponsored, um, which was, again, unreal to think at the time. And then we're like, oh, they, it was with Sony and they were like, where do you want to go to after this one? We've got to LA, this is hot fun, we'll try and make it there and just didn't go down at all like that. Literally had less than a thousand bucks in our bank accounts. Just seriously struggling. Like made us sort of work harder. Again, yeah. put ourselves out of our comfort zones um, and really push to try get to the next destination. You know, you guys are creating these amazing images, but there's also some behind the scenes that, you know, people don't see there's some challenges. So I guess like <clears throat> finances was quite a big challenge oh, for you guys. Yeah, huge, definitely. Because like I said, we weren't doing it for the money, so we weren't asking anyone for money. Um, and I guess we soon realised that we sort of need that if we wanted to keep going. Um, a lot of networking, and then we were lucky enough to get an email from Bus about saying like you've come at the perfect time we actually really need some people to take content for us around europe literally at that point we we're going to go home because we had nothing yeah um, and just go back to our proper normal lives really and then we went there and they set us up for three months sort of traveling around uh, we got paid a little bit but not much at all it was mainly just expenses and free travel which is obviously unreal yeah again um and we didn't have to worry about any of that so we spent three months in europe which was sick and that kind of just yeah, flown on from there, really. Yeah, so when um, when did you guys decide to go your separate ways and sort of pour energy into your own personal projects? Um, yeah, we had a couple of um, challenges that we, we went through together that really affected the friendship as well, or we wanted to get to it before it did affect the friendship. So yeah. unfortunately, we had like one partner sort of pull out and we sort of had to start all over again. Yeah. Me and Jackson started all over again, started a new account sort of thing. And then after a year, and then like this, like again, this was like, a, it's a huge passion of mine, this whole travel stuff and taking photos and videography. And I gave up uni, gave up work to pursue So it was like this. a big commitment for you. Yeah. And it yeah. was, it was a big commitment for all of us. And we had a lot of stake really. That, that first time took a, a big toll on us. Um, and we didn't know what to do after that until we realized we would just keep, keep it going, start another account, start fresh. And so we did that. 
yeah, a lot of behind the scenes stuff sort of happened before that. And then after a year, um, the two boys, uh, Elliot and Jackson, sort of found their own paths at that sense. We spent probably the longest time we had spent at home over the summer. So we got really comfortable and got back to our roots and Elliot got back into his training and triathlon stuff. And I guess they were just sort of like both like, yeah, this isn't who we are anymore. We kind of want to move on with what we want to do. And I was so respectful of that and like stoked for them that they really, that had you know, the guts to be like, we're literally living a life, but it's not. Where of, I sort of want to go for now. Yeah, yeah, and that's not the path we want to take. Um, <clears throat> Jason's super, super talented at photography and he wanted to take that path rather than, you know, travel yeah. travel stuff. For me, I was just thinking, how the hell can you give up this lifestyle? This is yeah. literally, it, for me, it was a dream come true to be able so to So you had like that burning desire inside of you, like, yeah. I want to explore this more. Yeah, and yeah. like had big plans for that, yeah, and I was just like, it was a big turning point for me. I was like super gutted um, and I didn't know what to do because I'd put everything into it. And like I said, um, I was so happy for the guys and had don't hold them against, don't hold anything against them. Yeah. Because they're just chasing their passion, which is. Yeah. What everyone should be everyone doing. Everyone should yeah. be doing. So, yeah. and that's like such a good message for anyone listening as well. Like no matter how good of an opportunity you have, like if you don't like it, you've got to do what you want to do. Like someone yeah. could be like doing a job and getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars and someone's like, you have the dream job, but you might yourself might be like, no. Deep it's down, not, it might not, not align with like what your values are. Yeah, and you can't just get can't get caught up in that. So I learned that a lot from the boys stepping away from this whole Neverland boy Neverland boy stuff. And I thought that took a lot of guts as well, and it took a toll not only on me but on them as well to yeah. give up that whole three years of what we put into it. And yeah, and then I guess I was still sort of that's the point where I was like, shit. So what do I want to do with myself now? And yeah, that was the time I actually met Brody as well, my girlfriend. Like Shout me. out to Brody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She kept me kept me quite level headed, and it was kind of a good period for me. Um, she supported me so much through that time, and I struggled definitely mentally as well because you can imagine having your dream job just taken away if you like that. And yes, we could have kept it. I could have kept it going or got other people involved, but it just wouldn't have been the same because we like we formed the group as mates. And yeah. That's it. That's all it was, and all all it ever was going to be. Not so yeah. much a business really. And um, yeah, so for all the <laughs> listeners out there, um, can they still check out their Instagram to see what you guys got up to? Um, yeah, the old account's still there. Yeah. Um, and still got a, a thing on YouTube. Uh, like I said, we, we got hacked and we had to start a fresh Instagram. Oh, no. Yeah. That was from like back in the, the first slot. Um, yeah. I think we had like 75 and then 50,000 and then we got locked out sort of thing. And that's like I said, we started fresh. and But that account now which sucks i don't know how what's happened to it but yeah. it got that one got hacked oh no um because we were inactive on it for quite a while and i guess someone just hacked it um deleted everything and then changed the name and i only found out from looking through who i followed and i was like hey, what is this account i've never followed this account before i yeah. clicked on it and it was like our old account because you could you see like all the <clears> photos and stuff i could not everything was deleted but i saw yeah. everyone that was following it and obviously yeah, it was all people. made the connections. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that sucks because we've got a, had a lot of memories on there. So yeah, but we do have. Yeah, I think YouTube's still up. I know. I, I thought the world was just telling us something like this isn't meant to be. Yeah, um, which yeah. is fine. So what happened after that? Did you continue your travel travel journeys or did yeah, you go down like, a different like, path? Yeah, like I said, I was still super passionate about photography, traveling. The funny thing was when I met Brody, she's like, um, well, I don't plan to meet you right now, but I'm last year planned a big trip around central america america and europe i was like oh that's sweet um 
secretly we were like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's kind of, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, that's cool. I was like, but she's gonna leave me now. And then we, oh, kind, we kind of, yeah. And then we kind of got to know each other a lot over the next few months prior to her going. And then she's like, you should come. And I was like, I literally, like I said, it was kind of all timed really perfectly. Like, yeah, stopped traveling with the Neverland Boys, and she came into my life, and then she started traveling. So I was like. I'll just keep doing that. And so how did you actually meet Brody? Where did she sort of like come into the picture? I went, actually went to school with her. She was a year, year above, so I never really knew her that yeah. well at all. <clears throat> um, and like I said, that was the time that we spent a lot of time at home. It was during the summer. And I had a mate's gig on up at Jackrabbit Sleeves, actually. Um, and we went there to watch some live music and I bumped into her, obviously. And, yeah, just kept chatting since then, like, similar interests, obviously both, like, travelling, like, music. And then, yes, from pretty early stages, we uh, went to Mexico, we met her in Mexico, spent, like, a month and a bit there, went to New York and then went back to Europe and spent five months on the, on the road together, which was pretty cool. Yeah, you get to learn someone pretty quickly. When you're um, travelling with yeah, them. Yeah, when you're travelling yeah. and being with them every day, which I think was pretty good. Like, a lot of people, when they get into a relationship, they want to just ease into it. Yeah. Um, but I'm sort of all in or all that sort of guy. I don't want to mess around like, or mess anyone else around. So it was kind of good to just get to know us super quickly, super early. So I know like if I'm, if we're both sort of in or out. Yeah. Did you, um, while you were traveling for that year, did you take on any collaborations with companies um, throughout that period? Or were you just like, I'm just going to disconnect for a bit and enjoy the travels? Yeah. Or yeah, what did you do? It's, it's a funny, funny sort of thing. Like, as much as I love what I'm I'm doing, it definitely mixing sort of like passion and work together can take a bit of a toll. Like I said, traveling so fun, but if you're spending the whole time working, and I say working, it's it's I wouldn't have it any other way. But it does get to the point where you just want to enjoy it. Like yeah, it's it sounds stupid stupid to say, but like I haven't had a holiday in a long time where I haven't had to pick up a camera and just literally enjoy it. And like I said, it's it's the best job in the world. But there's sometimes where you just want to take, put the camera down, and just, just take it all. And just in. take it all in, and just be like, "Geez, I'm super lucky." And I, we we did do that a lot over the period of time. But um, it was never really a whole trip where we just went and just had fun together and just enjoy it. So I really wanted to make a point of that during the time I travelled with Brody and just enjoy it as much as I could. So how do you um, determine whether, like if a brand does contact you, how do you know if it's in alignment with your vision or who you are as a person? Because I'm sure you get lots of different DMs from random companies. Yeah, definitely gets a lot of random ones. But <laughs> since starting Neverland Boys back in the day, we were super conscious about partnering with the wrong people or someone that we didn't align with because, like I said, we were in it for the fun and not for the money. So we're never like force promote anything we didn't want to um, and we definitely yeah wanted to make sure it aligned with us. Mm. So you spoke about before the importance of disconnecting so what do you do to disconnect? Yeah it's for me it is it's really hard and I do struggle a lot with it. I find it's, it's pretty addicting as well mm. but since that like a lot of my work is online I always have to you know be pretty active on there um, but lately Instead of waking up and just going straight on my phone, I've tried to make a point of going down, getting up early and going straight to the beach and just not have to think about anything. Yeah. Just, I guess it's almost a source of meditation really, just like to refresh the mind at the start of the start, start of, the, of day. the day. Yeah. Um, I did hear um, on a podcast, a lady was talking about her addiction to, yeah, going on like social media. Um, so one strategy she uses is she actually 
each week moves the app around on her phone. That's a good idea. So that way when she flicks to automatically click on it, it's not there. So yeah. she's like, oh, and then she remembers, oh, that's right, the app's yeah. moved. So really like that's that's a way that you can sort of like monitor it and also I'm using um, the airplane mode as yeah. well. It's quite good. That way yeah, you're not like disturbed. Yeah, time and stuff in it as well. So there's a lot of tools for it, but it is interesting. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I'm sure you've got lots of things happening in 2020. What's some goals for this year? I think the main goal for me is putting more time into myself. Like ever since leaving high school, I spent like with the boys, it's always about, it was about us as a whole. And then I guess getting into a relationship, like for me, um, a lot put a lot of time into the other person yeah. rather than me. So it can be pretty tough to, um, to yeah, work balance. on yourself. And yeah. So yeah. that's definitely like a big goal of mine and then structure my life a little bit a little bit better and you know still making those times for the trips but definitely a lot more time to myself and say no more rather than just yes 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 to everything yeah the power um, of no <clears throat> is yeah. yeah that's important um so all the list all the listeners out there make sure you take time in your week this week <clears throat> or in your day today to really do something that lights you up so fill your cup up before you can yeah go and fill other people's cups up because um that's going to help improve your day and the day of others as well. Yeah, for sure. So, Zach, if you could give your younger self some advice, maybe you've just come out of high school, what would that be? Probably literally just don't force yourself to go into, go into something you don't want to do. I guess I did want to go to uni in some sense, but at the end of the day I wasted three years and you know, 20-something grand on something I didn't, I didn't end up finishing. But that's okay, like I think... Some, it does take time to figure out what you really wanted to do. So if you're just like filling in the gaps with something that can probably benefit you in the future, that can be pretty important. It's also important to realise that it's okay not to have it figured out straight away. Yeah, 100%. Like I'm always conscious of asking year 11, 12 students, you know, what do you want to do when you finish school? Mm. Because I remember being in that time not completely knowing or being clear on what I wanted to do and I used to feel quite anxious when someone would you know, ask me that question and my response would be what I thought that they wanted to hear. Yeah, that's So it, it. it wasn't truly in line with what I felt. Um, and, yeah, just being totally honest here. So, yeah, if you're a young person out there listening to this podcast and you're not completely sure on the direction that you want to go, that is okay. And mm. just remember that there's so many people in the same boat and if you can look for things that light you up and move towards that direction, I think that you're making a positive choice. Also, another point is that if you have to maybe work a job um, to fill in time so you can get to that next phase. Like myself, um, I'm about to launch some workshops, mm. but I know that I need um, financial security exactly. so I can actually pour enough time yeah. into that. Um, so there's kind of like a few transition phases 100%. that you sort of have to go through. That's it. And at the end of the day, it's all about the why. If you're yeah. doing the job, you might not like it, but if it's for the end, and then goal, and that's super important for sure. So um, for a young creative, maybe someone who's tapping into the photography and videography industry, um, how can they find your presets and see example, examples of your prints and, yeah. and work that you've done? Most of, yeah, most of everything's, everything I do, I post on my Instagram, so which is just my name, Zach White. It has three A's, three A's at the end if you want to have a look. <laughs> um, a lot of stuff I do, I post on there. So print, print wires, I put it on there, and presets, I'll, I'll put it on there. I made it like a preset page as well. 
which again, like I need to put more time into, but you just, you just forget some th- sometimes. Um, and I'll try to put some tips up on there and what to do. Um, but so, yeah, everything is on my website as well. Um, so presets, like what are they used for? How do they how do they work? Yeah, I probably should explain it because not many people do know. Um, basically, a preset is like a filter for a photo. Um, so for me, um, I guess I found my own sort of style over the years. Um, I guess, and I guess people started to like that style and they're always like, oh, do you, like, how do you edit your photos? How do you do this? And I guess instead of explaining it to them, you can like, for me, I can give them the actual filter slash preset. Yeah. So I'll edit a photo, save the settings, and put it into a pack of other sort of presets as well and then sell that online. And what program do people need to to use your so presets? It's, it's all through Lightroom. I mainly only do, I kind of figured out like if people have a camera and they're taking photos, they want to take the same sort of step, steps as me to find their own style. Whereas if you're just taking photos on your phone, it could be on your camera as well. And you're not too fast about that. You just want it to be quick and easy, quick yep. edits. Um, it's all done sort of through Lightroom Mobile, the app. So I only yep. mostly do Lightroom Mobile presets. Um, I think it's just, and it's kind of cool for that people are like, oh, I like your, like how you edit your photos. And where can I find these sort of presets? And at least I've got somewhere to send people now, which is, like I said, originally why I started it. Oh, that's awesome. So I love also <laughs> reflecting on a morning and thinking about something that I'm really grateful for. So in this current moment, Zach, what's something that you are really grateful or lucky to have in life? Um, I'm super, super grateful to have a good support group around me and a group of people. And I think having a positive environment um, really sets you up for like a positive future and family and friends. I'm super grateful for that sort of stuff and not having at the moment such a big financial pressure on because yeah. I, I guess that's when you sort of fall into the root of doing something you don't want to do because you need to pay for it because obviously you need money at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Just being surrounded by some super positive people, like example, cold nips on a Wednesday morning. It's a great example of something I'm super grateful about. It's it's That me, community feeling. Yeah, it's yeah. taught me to get up early, put myself out of my comfort zone, meet new people, um, and getting some cold water. Yeah, that's awesome, well. Zach. I love to also share with our beautiful listeners about what I'm grateful for. So today I'm really grateful to connect with you, Zach, and yesterday I connected with um, Ollie and Nick, so it's really nice to have that Mandra, um, the Mandra connection and to go yeah. back to sort of like my grassroots and to, yeah, really connect with people that are doing amazing things um, from the same town as me. So, yeah, thank you that's so much, enough. Zach. Thank you as well. Um, so yes, it's been such an amazing time chatting with Zach today and to find out more about your travel journey, your experiences, some challenges that you faced along the way. So thank you so much for sharing your love and your light on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been cool to talk to everyone about my life really yeah cool thank you and thank you everyone for tuning into today's episode i hope you enjoyed it as much as i as much as i've enjoyed chatting with zach so leave us a five-star review so we can continue educating and motivating young people to live their best life love and light to you all i'm your happy host georgia you can connect with me on the socials at georgia.louise.perry have a fabulous day and remember Go and kick Kick some some goals. goals.